Hi, this is Brett and welcome to Optimize. On this episode, I want to share with you how to attract top quality talent even if you can't afford to pay them what they're worth. So the big question is, how are entrepreneurs like us who have too much to do and too little time able to build both the business and the life of our dreams? That's the question. And on this podcast, we'll explore the journey to the answer. My name is Brett Ingram, entrepreneur and award-winning product creator. I chose to build a business and have a time for a personal life, and I want to help you do the same. Welcome to Optimize. So there's always sort of a tension, right? If we need to hire somebody, whether it's an outsourcer or an employee or whatever, it doesn't really matter. You know, if you want a great copywriter, they're going to tell you it's $500 an hour or whatever it is, whereas you could get a copywriter for $10 an hour. But is the quality going to be the same? Well, you know, you have to evaluate that for yourself. But it goes without saying that when you have talented people on your team, again, whether they're outsourcers or employees, you have the ability to produce better quality products, better quality marketing, and better quality results, which obviously can lead to more growth and higher sales. But it's sort of the chicken and the egg problem, right? Because how can you afford to hire them? if you don't have the money to make and you need to hire them to make the money so you'd be able to afford them. So it's sort of around and around we go. Well, I was working for a, a tech consulting firm. Um, and one of the things that they did, which I thought was, you know, they, they had a really brilliant strategy. Um, basically what they were doing is they were outsourcing, they were hiring full-time employees. And a lot of them were right out of college or, you know, some of them were seasoned. And basically, they would then outsource them to other clients and obviously mark up what they were being paid. And, you know, one of the things that was a really interesting phenomenon is it was a great company. Um, when I worked there, uh, we had, I think, eight offices. Um, I helped them open the New York office. And that one, we had actually had an office in the Chrysler building on the 63rd floor. So it was pretty cool real estate. Um, the company did a lot for its employees. Um, they had tremendous like benefits. They would um, stock a full kitchen and consultants could come in any time, any day of the week and just take whatever they want. They'd order breakfast for the staff every day. Um, we would do special events every month where we go and rent out the ESPN zone. All the consultants could come. They could bring their spouses, bring their friends, whatever. We'd go to Yankee games, uh, even though I hate the Yankees. We were in New York, so we'd go to Yankee games and all the concessions they wanted to buy, like all of that stuff was all paid for. And they really did a great job about doing a lot of performance reviews, giving people raises, trying to keep them on jobs they wanted. Yet, ironically, it was really hard to keep great talent. And it's kind of interesting because this is in the dot-com boom era. And the reason that they were having a hard time keeping great talent was not because of anything they were doing wrong. They were paying people what they were worth. They were showing them that they were respected. They were giving them work that was meaningful. They were giving them all the perks they could imagine. They couldn't have felt more valued. In fact, that a lot of times they were paid over the market rate. But the reason that these people were leaving is because startup companies would sell them on a vision and they would say, listen, we can't pay you the salary that you're worth right now. But what we can do is we can bring you in and you could be part of this mission on the ground floor. 
where we're going to build this fantastic enterprise. We're going to build this great, you know, vision that's going to change the world or it's going to improve people's lives. Or it's, and they got people to buy into the vision. And you would have these consultants that were making six figure salaries, 100, 150, 200,000 leaving for a $50,000 job. I mean, that's not like a little pay cut. They were taking a third of what they would make to go and leave for a company that was unproven, that was smaller, that you didn't know if it was going to survive or not. But the secret to it was they had a vision that was huge. They had a vision that was, that was grand and that was something that people could buy into and be a part of. And that sense of belonging, that sense of importance, that sense of value of being able to do something that other people hadn't done before was a really powerful motivator. And when you contrast that with the company they were at, it's a great company that did everything right. But we're basically a consulting company. I mean, there's no grand vision other than, well, yeah, we're going to try to go public. And if we do, your stock options might be worth a little bit. But it's a consulting company. It was never going to be worth what some of these other companies would if they made it. And so they would take the money or they would take the pay cut. They would leave and they would go take these jobs and they would get some stock options. Obviously, there was a financial incentive because they realized that if they could make this dream work, they would have stock, but they'd also be in on the ground floor. So they would have a sense of ownership. They would have a sense of control. They, they would have more influence and authority. And they'd also have, you know, sort of this badge on their chest that they helped build this company. And we had, I mean, a, a huge attrition rate because we've got really good people. And so these people were always in really high demand by these other companies. And yet again, it was impossible to keep them, every, even though we did everything right. So if you're worried about, well, how do I attract the right talent? If I don't have the money to be able to pay them, well, the interesting thing about that is we did and couldn't keep them and we did everything right. And so what you need to do is be the startup. What you need to do is create that vision, create some grander version of what your company is going to try to create. You're not building widgets and selling them. That's boring. Nobody cares about that reinvent the way people live, reinvent the way people do something, you know, reimagine the human experience or whatever it is, whatever field, whatever thing that you're in and find a vision that is something that people can tangibly feel and relate to, to a point that they get an emotional reaction from. If you can do that and it's worth spending time, too often a vision or a mission is just a statement that people hang on a plaque or put on a wall, and no one in the company has any idea what it even is, and nobody even cares about it. They're in the trenches doing the work. They don't know or care what's going on. They're trading their time for money. They go home at the end of the day, and they don't give it a second thought. When you have a vision, when you have something that inspires people, that engages people, they'll work for less money. Not that you're trying to pay them less, but if you can't afford them, then you can incentivize them in other ways. Give them a share, give them a stake in where things are headed, but sell them on the vision so they buy in. Then you have everybody rowing in the same direction. Then they're at home at night thinking about how can we make this vision real? How can we get to a point where this works? So my recommendation with that, and obviously, you know, the financial incentive down the road 
is, is another important piece. If you tell people, I'm gonna, I need you to come in for a 70% pay cut, but also there's no light at the end of the tunnel, no matter how great your vision is, no one is gonna do that. There has to then be some incentive where there's the possibility of something greater. And then if they believe in themselves and they believe in your vision, they're more likely to take that risk and that gamble and they'll, they'll come on board with you and help you work with it. And as you're able to create that. So my challenge and my thought of how to create this is think about it. And you want to make it very simple. You know, it can't be six or eight sentences. It has to be something that, you know, they used to call it the old elevator speech, where if you were in the elevator with somebody, you could share your vision. And if they were like-minded, they would instantly get it, have an emotional reaction, and be moved by that. It's, it's a high bar to reach. It's not easy. It's not about buzzwords. It's not about platitudes or being the best or the worst or the highest or the lowest. It's something that is more visceral than that. But the best way that I've found to do this is to create something, start with something and keep revisiting it. Go back to it every day or go back to it every week or sometimes even leave it for a couple of weeks so you forget about it. Then go back to it and review it and see if you get an emotional reaction. If this is your baby, if this is your company, this is your vision, and it doesn't inspire you when you open it up and read it with fresh eyes, it's not working. Okay, it at least has to inspire you because you're the captain of the ship and you're gonna set you know, the direction, you're gonna set the pace, you're gonna set the tone. If you aren't bought in, no one else is going to. So it has to be something that you get emotionally charged about, that there's a light that flickers in your eye when you talk about it. There's a spring in your step, there's an enthusiasm in your voice and people can feel that passion because that passion, that emotion is what's contagious. That's what gets people to buy in. That's what gets people to, to want to get on board and be part of something. You know, in the, in the movie Jerry Maguire, as cheesy as the scene is, or as cheesy as the idea is, there's a really great example of this because he's a sports agent who gets fired by his company. And the reason he gets fired is he talks about doing sports agency in a different way. Instead of it being all about numbers, and not caring what happens to these guys when they you know, break limbs or whatever else, if they're not a paycheck, just get rid of them and move on to the next one. He talks about taking fewer clients and taking better care of them. So the company wants nothing to do with that, they fire him. But one of the other accountants in the place resonates with that and is like, this is inspiring. I mean, I, I, this is what I wanna be a part of. I wanna build this, I, yeah, I'm just crunching numbers. But I'm so excited about this, I will quit my job where I have benefits for my little son and I make a steady salary and I'm gonna go with you and do this startup because that's how much I believe in what you're doing. That's the level of reaction you're looking for. So it has to start with you. If you don't have that reaction yourself, you're dead before you start. But if you get to that point and you get something that is really engaging and exciting and it's a vision that people can get around and you start to sell that vision, you will find that people will be much more willing to stop talking about specific dollars and cents. And as long as they can afford to you know, survive and they believe that there is a future and that the direction is the right way, you will get people to sign on board. And it's a brilliant way if you don't have 
the resources to be able to just go out and hire your A plus talent, but you can recognize it and you know you need it on your team. It's a great way to sort of back into the same thing. And the best part about it is you already know before they take it that they're invested. You know, even if you had a blank check to write them, you don't know if that person is just treading water till they find something better. Maybe they hated their old job and they just wanted out. So they took yours. No one's going to do that to come on board for less of a salary or a lower package unless they are fully bought in and believe in what you're trying to accomplish and that it can be done. So that is a great way to be able to attract top tier talent, even if you can't afford them. Be sure to subscribe so you get every episode and share it with a friend. And until next time, remember, no matter what you want from your business and your life, don't compromise, optimize.